You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as it's a Wednesday, it's time for the wisdom of Skulk Lowe, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Okay, Skulk, you've got a job on your hands here. Please tell me something interesting. The JSC, for example, <laughs> yesterday the JSC was great. I mean, it was a really good day. That was a relief rally, given what's going on in other parts of the world. And also coming off a, what I think was an oversold base. But today, it's not really much. Okay, PSG Financial Services came out with its numbers, but you don't want to talk about that. Probably inappropriate. But otherwise, no, it's, it's, it's the share pretty price, quiet. Share price. Yeah, I can I can mention the share price reacted, you know, favor, favorably, you know, after the results came out, one point seven percent up. Very nice. Um, so so uh, market you know must have liked it, and then uh, you know, naturally, when gold is doing what gold is doing, you know, you know I'm I'm doing well. So yeah, <laughs> what a what a, what a few days. But I mean, the reasoning behind the movements, yeah, a little bit a little bit worrying. I must say, you know, I was sort of glued to my screen mm. um, over the weekend. I, I sort of watched this as it unfolded from, I would say, the first hour. I was, you know, lucky enough to to be on the media when 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 it sort of broke out and watched this whole um, Israel Palestine thing unfold. And I was just sitting, sort of dumbfounded, watching watching my screen. And didn't know what to th- you know make of this, but I just and I kept on getting this this total nine eleven feeling. You, you, you know you know that feeling we had. It was sort of you, you, you watch the screen and you just can't believe what you're seeing. It's it, just- it, it was the most extraordinary thing. And one of the things that most of the commentators that I've spoken to has spoken to over the last uh, couple of days, there's a couple of things. The brutality of what happened, first of all, mm. from both sides. I mean, mm. obviously initiated with some of the horrible things I don't want to talk about now, which are unfolding in Israeli settlement, but also the stance of South Africa. And I'm not South African, but what I read from the ANC on Monday, I was ashamed to have lived there for 28 years. Yeah, Lindsay, I'm, I'm, this is one of those things where you, you, you're never going never gonna to be a winner. You know, I think the one thing that sort of had me... Not not you know, worrying, but but last year the one thing that that sort of stood out for me when this whole Ukraine Russia thing broke out, yeah, it, it sort of a month or two in suddenly it was you 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 either with um, NATO or you or you or you against NATO. There's no you, you can't be sort of in between, and and I think government on that stage really um, made it clear that they're not going to choose sides. They're not gonna. They're not gonna choose sides, and, and and all the all the sort of media releases was more sort of aimed towards that, and and and, and I just hope, you know, the government, you know, follow a, a, a similar, you know, modus operandi um, this time around as well. I mean, like you said, I mean, there's already some of the media outlets now, and I. I've, Read, you know, some of the same comments, and and you know, since then, some of the comments could turn around and say, "But well, it's maybe taken out of context." You know what the ANC meant. Uh, be that as it may, this is a very, very uh, dangerous situation we find ourselves in yes. you know, globally. 
Mm. Let's let's not beat around the bush. I mean, this is we we, we still have Ukraine, R- Ukraine, Russia, and all the surroundings there. Now with the Middle East, this this could really really turn out to be something really bad. I mean, we're talking World War Three mm. bad. Somebody has to really get hold of it and sit down. I mean, for example, the richest country in the in the region is obviously Saudi Arabia. Now, Saudi Arabia, it, it, to me, has a chance to get the whole situation by the scruff of the neck and say to Iran and a few people, not in the glare of the global media, but behind the scenes and say, listen, we've got to stop this now uh, because of the, the oil price and uh, because of the region and it could spread. It won't just spread to the countries within the region, but also to, I don't know, to London and New York as these mm. factions have a go at each other, which they already are. It's a terrible, terrible situation. And of course, when there's uncertainty, then asset classes that you're involved in also become a little bit jittery and therefore suffer and you suffer and your clients suffer. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. I mean, this, we've often had the conversation about fear and greed. No, no, nothing sparks fear more than the talks of war. I mean, I mean, let's just, that's, that's just one of the biggest, you know, fear indicators there are. I mean, you can actually look at just, you know, the after effect, look at what happened, you know, to the gold price, you know, since, since that happened, you can see what, look at what happened to the, the, to the oil price. Now we've seen, you know, a bit soften, you're going to, you know, touch on that a little bit later in this, this conversation, but I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think we, we need some, some, you know, leadership clear heads now. Yeah. Strong, strong leadership to, to you know, pull everyone together and, and say, well, let's not, Let's now sit and, and see how we're going to solve this and solve this very, very quickly. Um, yeah, yeah it, just was, it, was, it, was, it was a crazy, crazy few days. And unfortunately, looking, looking at the news um, earlier this morning, it doesn't seem like it's, 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 um, it's, it's uh, stopping. So. It's only just started. Yeah. That's the tragedy for people on both sides, innocent people. Because I must – now, actually, I'm not going to talk about my views on the thing because it's unfair mm. and it's not my job to do so. Let's ever talk about the, the, the markets in general and the, the, the equities markets in particular. Yes. They've stabilised, and I like that. And the bond markets having – the yields having risen quite sharply. Perversely, they came down because people were looking for safe havens. And I'm specifically talking about the U.S. capital markets, you know, the U.S. 10-year, etc., so, in a way, I look at the markets and I shunt aside all the geopolitical nastiness and I say, yeah, I'm actually quite pleased with the way things are going at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I think this is it's, it's definitely uh, this, this insanity, you know, at least from that side. You know, we've, we've had um, September where we've, we've had a total blowout, total, total blowout. It was horrible, wasn't it? Global bonds, and um, uh, we, we saw the the, the dollar you know, just went mad, ballistic in terms of um, uh, improvement. I mean, I saw a graph earlier this week where they look on the year-on-year or uh, the monthly, sorry, the monthly growth on 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 the dollar, and how this has been one of the biggest biggest months the the, the, the dollar you know seen in, in many 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 years. Um, but yeah, since then we've seen some sanity, and today we've we've had uh, PPR figures come out um, slightly below uh, expectations, which I wouldn't I wouldn't call this one swallow a summer. I mean, but but at least I think any indication lately for for, for inflation, um, any form of inflation to be to be 
you know, coming off um, is, 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 I would say, you know, a win. Um, and we're seeing it in markets. We're seeing it in markets and generally, you know, lately. It was a nice day yesterday. But on the other hand, was it just a relief rally? Because people said, well, wait a second, we've seen this all before. Uh, it's not the streets of Hormuz that are going to get blocked. So the oil price isn't going to go to $120 a barrel. And um, OK, it's a horrible situation, but it's not going to affect the global economy. The big picture is it's an isolated incident that may go on for a while, but not that important. And that's a very callous and sort of dismissive thing to say. But that's what markets are. They're callous. They're cap- they, 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 people are capitalists. And so they, that's the way they look at things, Skulk. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think yesterday was more than just a, a Israel-Palestine a story. Uh, I mean, uh, yes, yes, we did see. But I mean, I look at the, I, I follow uh, the, these um, country ETS and, and they're just, they're just uh, MSCI, you know, country mo- um, uh, indices. Um, but I follow the, the ETS because they, they trade and you, you, well, you can get them for free. Um, but I mean, I, I, I monitored, look at MSCI South Africa yesterday. I think that ETF improved in dollar terms, you know, more or less 4%, over 4% yesterday. And we, we know what the, 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 the JSE all share improved 3%, but we had a very strong improvement in our, in our currency as well. Yes. So it was a great day. Really good but, day. Y- yes, but but you would tend to think, well, you know, that was sort of driven by predominantly um, commodity stocks. Yes, we, we've seen, you know, some of these commodity stocks, especially the gold counters, doing really, really well. But yesterday, I don't know if you've had a conversation with your market commentator yesterday, but so please stop me if you have this conversation. Carry on, but please. Ye- yesterday was a SA Inc. day. I mean, if you look at the the top performers, I mean, pick and pay, top, top, pick and pay, mm. yeah. Um, but you can go on. I mean, there it was, um, it, it was uh, what is that uh, car company? <laughs> it's blank now. Um, Not Carew, wasn't I'll it? Motors, sorry, Motors. Motors is up again we, today, but we'll come to that later as well. Yes, same mm. story. Um, we had NetBank up five percent. We had Mr. Price up close to five percent yesterday. We had the Fashini Group up, you know, close to five percent. Vodacom close to five percent. So, so we, we, you, you, you suddenly hear my trend. The, you, mm. you can hear the theme, the the SA Inc. theme. So. Um, I, I was asked yesterday uh, specifically on, on the pick and pay story, you know, what, what's going on in the pick and pay story. Now, we know that there's a lot of rumors going around pick and pay. But, you know, I think that the best rumor we've had yesterday was uh, we, we've got, you know, a, most probably a, a foreign, uh, foreign fund that's currently doing some, some, some shopping, you know, at, in, in some of these uh, – really bombed out SA Inc. counters. Yeah, but the, the other thing about pick and pay, I mean, if, if I look, I don't know about any rumours. I've heard so many rumours about people coming in and buying checkers and et cetera, and, and South African retailers being so well run that they, they have to be snapped up at these very, very low multiples. But the fact is that on the trading update day and the day that Sean Summers was appointed as the new old CEO, because he's 70 years old, the share price was down 15%. So to go up nearly 8% yesterday, not a big deal to me. I'm sorry, Skulk. Mm. 
No, 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 no. Let's 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 be honest. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I made the joke yesterday that that, that you know to just see pick and pay just positive is is a sort of a win for pick and pay. Forget about the fact that it was up, you know, eight percent or close to eight percent yesterday. Um, I, I, I recently um, a privilege to, to to read um, to get my hands on a, on a J.P. Morgan report, very yes. very you know solid solid report, um, and they fairly fairly upbeat. Uh, they they fairly upbeat on 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 the the their the recovery potential on this company, and they've got a target price of I think close to fifty rand on on this. I mean, so at these current let's call it thirty two fifty levels. The improvement that we've seen yesterday and today, um, uh, there's still quite a bit of fat, you know, built into this company. If, mm. if the likes of a JP Morgan is is, is correct in, in their forecast on on pick and pay, if um, <clears throat> it's going to be an uphill battle, no doubt. But I mean, yeah, you know, he, he's going to come in. <laughs> I mean, uh, can uh, can 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 Summers bring back a summer? That that's I think. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be the big. Who was it? The Walmart came in here and, and dipped their toes into the South African mm. retail waters, didn't they? And that didn't end up very well. So I'm oh, sure that oh. whoever might come in, uh, if they are looking at it, will probably phone up their friends at Walmart and say, "What's it really like there? Can we do business there? What's the distribution like? What's the what's the BE situation, etc.? That's what I would say. And again, that's mm. the the cynical me. What would you say? Mm. Look, there's there's a, there's a bit of a difference where where you know Walmart bought into MassMart, um, you know, and 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 then buying into these levels now. So I mean, back then we've we've had our retail companies trading at much higher multiples, and today they're trading trading at very distressed levels. You know, if you exclude the likes of the Shoprite. Um, but you're right. I mean, be honest. You know, you've got a very, very challenging environment in South Africa. You're dealing with 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 unions. You're dealing with, like you mentioned, you're dealing with BE. It's not um, your copy and paste type of type of strategy no. you'll be following. No, but they are cheap. They, they they are cheap. And if the economy, okay. when the economy, I mustn't say if I say when the economy turns around, and when the consumer starts to benefit from an economic turnaround, then they will spend more. And something like pick and pay, or any of the other retailers mm. that haven't been doing so well recently, uh, when they do turn around, it will be a smart turnaround and and well done. Whether it can be sustained. I don't know. If I was a trader, I'd say, yes, it can be sustained. But as a long-term investor with billions and billions of dollars to go in and buy something like pick and pay, I don't know so much skunk. I'm not, I'm, I'm not so sure. There's, there's, a, there's an alternative as well. I mean, you, you always you, – you don't buy how things look. I mean, you just mentioned pick and pay is cheap and uh, things are, are looking fairly distressed in terms of our economy recently and still – um, but yesterday we had the IMF. IMF came out yesterday with their they forecast, and um, they 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 upgraded South Africa. And and, and we're not talking about a 0.1 or 0.2 upgrade. They they upgraded us from 0.3, um, you know, to to 0.9 percent for 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 this year. Um, and and after GDP that growth was, you're talking about here, yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 remember the it's a reserve bank's forecast for this year is is 0.7. And I actually listened to that 0.7, and I, I didn't I didn't feel I didn't feel all fuzzy and warm inside when I 
when I heard the announcement that they forecast you know, the South African economy to improve somewhat and and, and look below one one percent, in other words, when it should be four and a half to five percent. Well, at least at least what your population is, is growing with. I mean, that that mm. came out yesterday as well. There's over 62 million people um, uh, now in South Africa. You know, look at the last census update was 2011, 2022. I mean, that was a you know let's call it the 1.1.98. Let's round up two percent per annum growth. Or you know, this um, stats is actually accumulated and said well, 19.8 percent growth in the population since 2011 um, to, um, to, to, uh, to, to 2022. Okay, before you I mean, go on, I mean, that's a huge increase. I mean, it's a massive increase. But on the other hand, you could be an optimist and say, right, these people are going to go out and they're going to create uh, economic growth, they're going to get jobs and uh, start their own businesses, etc. But on the other hand, the pessimist would say, that's more benefits that have got to be paid because these people who want to get jobs and need jobs and are desperate to get jobs and be a productive member of society are not going to get those jobs and therefore it's going to be a drain on the economy, Skulk. Yes, uh, I agree that that is a very you know pessimistic way of looking at it. It's not pessimistic, realistic. And I, it's, it's not, I mean, I'm just saying... I was playing devil's advocate. It could be a good thing. The burgeoning young population of Africa, and I keep on hearing about that, and then maybe in South Africa that's going to be the case. Maybe it'll take off and suddenly we can get 2-3% growth in the next five years or so. Who knows? But you've got to be For careful. To grow two, three, yes. For us to grow 2-3%, 2-3%, we, we need to do the basics right. We, we need to, you know, focus on our strengths. Now, it's not strengths. I mean, here we're sitting. We, we, every, every few weeks, we, we, we get this blip up in, in some sort of um, uh, precious metal, being, you know, gold, being palladium, being platinum, being rhodium. I mean, all four of those things that I just mentioned, and that's just – I mean, I mean, that's not what our whole economy is turning around. But it's it's big contributors. I mean, if yeah. we can't if we can't mine because there's no electricity, if we can't put that that raw materials, that raw pressure metals, put that on a, on on a train, get that on a ship, get that to 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 you know potential buyers. I mean, we're dead in the water. I mean, like I mentioned, nineteen point eight percent growth in the population, but the electricity available for distribution over the exact same time. Now, remember, this is the same same source. That's essay. Um, electricity available for distribution over the exact same period, 2011 to 2022, a decrease of 11% versus hmm. a increase of 20% in the population. You, you, you're not going to grow your GDP if you don't do the basics right. And then... I want to go further, and this is not pessimistic. I'm joining your, your realistic you know, outlook. Is you, you, you're not going to combat unemployment. You're not going to no. create employment if you, if you can't do the basics right. That's, that's where we will be at. I think we need to celebrate little and small little victories. Now, it's been 30 years, Skulk. It's been 30 years. No, 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 no. Coming up, it's, coming up next year, it's been 30 years since democracy uh, and 30 um, years since the celebration of South Africa being correct. released from the, from the shackles of previous unpalatable regimes and yet nothing has happened. Well, it, it, at first it did, 
But now, now sit down and do something mm. about it, please. Mm. No, no, undoubtedly, we, we need to we need to do something about it. I mean, I I had had a it's not an argument, it's sort of a deep, but I, I, I laughed at. Um, uh, I'm not going to tell the whole joke, but but it's you, 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 it, it basically do. comes down. To, yeah. No, 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 I can't. Not 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 on this. Um, this, uh, the this platform, okay, point. all right. Yeah, yeah but, but I, I, I could just say the whole joke goes about, you know, this 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 guy is 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 uh, engineers a bridge builder, so they call him uh, Bob the bridge builder, um, and you know, the other guy is is um, uh, is it? Uh, bottom line is what I want to get get, get to is <laughs> yes. we, we we focus on. All the things we we, we do um, get wrong. When you do wrong, um, when the electricity goes down, a few weeks ago I actually mentioned we're not celebrating the fact that for for the first time in in in, in many years we, we are seeing the the electricity available for distribution um, currently now being more than our demand every week or two. Very good. Uh, this is this is good. I mean, this is you know May we, we said. We're going to go into a stage eight. That's it. There's no way we're going to be able to circumvent not going into a, a – we're going to be – there's going to be a dark winter. It's going to be a cold winter, and we're going to be without uh, any electricity. Well, I'm – if yesterday came out and said, well, one of the reasons why they're upgrading us, you know, 2.9 is the fact that they're clearly seeing the, the, that, that this, this uh, the electricity or the load shedding it's becoming less of a problem. It's still there, but it's becoming less of a problem. Uh, is that is that due to government and ESCOM? No, I don't think so. It's to do with, um, so. with with renewables and renewables, uh, yes. private funded renewables coming into the grid. That's that's my opinion as an uninformed commentator. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah the, the, the article got on yesterday. You know, we were quoted saying, you know, government is 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 kind of sort of kicking their own goals here. They're losing a hell with these all these renewables. They they're losing all these potential, and we've often had this conversation. This is this is income that they could have received if they just did the basics right. So yes, the private sector is 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 you know jumping in. Uh, the people of South Africa is 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 doing their bit, are putting up solar, less less electricity. I just think this we'd be busy solving small little problems. Yes, we still got the big ones, but yeah, I, I'm I do believe that you know a lot of the 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 bad that we've been talking about over the past two three years is is is, is priced into our companies. Okay, good. Um, I, was, I spoke to a deep value investor yesterday on that very subject, and he was very persuasive. In his argument, go and have a listen to strictlybusinesspodcast.com and listen to my interview with Pete Fillion. And he, oh yes, he, he puts out he puts out a good a good argument. And the old uh, and very well worn adage: How do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. And that's mm. what South Africa has to do: one bite at mm. a time. So look at the markets, please, Skulk. The dollar rand it was 1935, 1940, not that long ago, a few days ago. Now 1881. Well done. British pound against the rand 2315. Euro rand it's broken 20 on the good side to the downside 1998. 
And that's a 1% fall for the euro, thank goodness. Uh, euro dollar is 106.20, which is a euro slightly higher against the greenback. Looking at the gold price, with which you are obsessed. 18.72, up $11 an ounce, nice. Platinum up $11 to $8.91. And palladium up $5 to $11.67. Looking at the other commodities, which people would argue are more important. And notably the energy sector. Yeah, this is also good for South Africa. Crude oil, West Texas, 83.75, down 2.6%. Brent crude oil, 85.79, down 2.1%. And that's $10 lower than 10 days ago. Natural gas prices down 3.25%. So energy prices coming down worldwide, even as we go into a northern hemisphere winter. Someone's cheating on those those oil quotas, I can tell you that, Skulk. You know, the usual suspects, probably. Uh, And that, of course, has affected the capital markets, where the US 10-year, having been close to 5% in uh, sort of after-hours trading, now 4.57%. The South African 10-year went above 11% and is now 10.71%. S&P 500 futures, yeah, it's 43.94. Okay, 46.00. 3640 was the high for, the recent high for the year but I mean, four or five months ago but still it's, it's come back from the brink in my opinion bitcoin 27000 and a bit which is down one and a quarter percent and what else have we got here no that, that's that's about it what uh, stocks caught your eye on the JSE today please skulk uh, it's, it's thinking the gold counters um here we've, we go. we've had um gold fields up you know, over six percent on one stage, I think close to seven percent. Very nice. Uh, Anglo gold also a lot higher, but that that did give up a, a lot of these these uh, these these profits uh, early early day profits. So, but but still looking very very strong um, this morning. Goldfields uh, end of the day, you know, two point nine percent. Anglo gold, you know, two percent. Durban Rudderpoor, two percent. So that was was good. That definitely always you know caught my eye um then motors again as you mentioned again another another solid day for them to you know closer to three percent but it, let's just and uh, like i mentioned sorry i forgot to mention a lot mm. of people always tell me you always mean gold fields and and, and, and angler gold and doing the really deep what about the harmony yes harmony 3.4 percent but okay let's get back to you know the sa company suntime today 4.3 percent uh, again transaction capital i'm not going to look at that i mean that's been a darling <laughs> of a lot of companies um woolworths 4.1 percent remember what i said earlier we had mr price yesterday five percent Fushini group close to five percent today again woolworths over four percent um, Supergroup yesterday, also a 5% day yesterday. Today, another 3%. The Fushini Group, again, close to 3% again. Um, so clearly there's um, – and then, then Pepco and Truist, same story, over 2%. There's clearly somebody – There's a basket buying. of retail buying, isn't there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Definitely, definitely, and they they're looking for the. They're filling their trolley and going up and down those aisles. That's what they're doing, Skunk Low. Downside, Richmond down four and two thirds percent. What is that? X Div? No, can't be. No, 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 no. Uh, No. Let me quickly see. Richmond down four and two thirds percent. Yeah, no, that's not. That's a big move. That's just a rand play. That's a rand play. Clearly, it's a rand play. Mm. Uh, We had LVMH came out yesterday with results, and and, and they did have a bit of a miss, although the share price reacted very, very favorably. But um, 
Yes, no, no, that's that's no no corporate action there, and there's no news there. So that's a natural market movement. So and also on the downside, you didn't mention first ran down three and a half percent, and Sogo Sun down three point four percent. Scalp, before I give you my quote of the day, which well, I'm, I'm not going to introduce a quote of the day, but it's just suddenly occurred to me that you mentioned that September was a horrible month, and it really was. The markets got very very nervous and fell almost across the board. Give us the closing JSE indices and also value traded, please, plus a, a smattering of live Wall Street, if you would. Now, let's do JSE All Share closed today 0.01% up, <laughs> flat, 73,850 points, pretty much unchanged for the day. Resources also close to unchanged for the day, only seven basis points in the red. Industrials, they were up 45 basis points despite Richmond uh, being being down as much as it is. And, um, and then uh, then financials, they are down 0.63%. It's a property we need to mention. They they had a fairly solid day, uh, you know, relatively 0.36% um, positive for today. And the value traded uh, for today was uh, just over 22 billion. Very uh, good. And it was market. just below 20 yeah. billion yesterday. So we had a couple of good days compared to previous weeks. Very nice. Correct. Okay. Big, big, like big, big day. So, yeah. so, so not, not a, not a bad day. And then uh, when we look at wall street currently, um, now in the red, uh, originally started 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 they positive, but now turned around. S and P five hundred now down two basis points, four thousand three hundred and fifty seven points. Dow Jones down 0.13 percent, while the Nasdaq that still managed to to stay in the green, zero point two six percent currently positive. Um, and then finally, dollar index, ah, dollar index also staying around the 105.50 level. So let's let's see how this plays out. Let's see what happens later today. Let's do so. And uh, there's two quotes uh, because you spoke about September being bad. So I looked up at uh, the performances of months on the US stock market and I found two actually. The first one has got nothing to do with the actual month, but uh, it comes from a chap who you may know called Mark Twain. Not his real name, but uh, one of the greatest uh, US authors, in my opinion. Mm. There are two times in a man's life, Skulk, when he should not speculate. When he can't afford it, and when he can. Okay, that's the first one. <laughs> typically, <laughs> typically, typically Mark Twain. Typical Mark Twain. And the other one, of course, which is very well known, he says, October. This is one of the peculiarly dangerous months to speculate in stocks. The others are July, January, September, April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and February. <laughs> He's obviously not a punter, this geezer, or wasn't. Oh, man. Very nice. Uh, uh, I, love I can see him with a, with a glass of whiskey, you know, oh, I've been writing. God. And writing. We'll, talk, we'll talk about one day why he's called Mark Twain. But anyway, Skulk, thank you very much for your time this evening, as always. Skulk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. And that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.